Hey everybody, welcome to Drive Through Review 548. Today we're gonna to take a look at Great Western Trail. This is a new game from Stronghold Games, and this is a Euro game set in sort of a more realistic type of cowboy setting. You won't be having any gunfights or anything like that. You're gonna be trying to like herd cattle through uh, this trail and also interacting uh, with Native Americans, going through kind of uh, tricky terrain, uh, laying down different buildings, uh, buying and selling cattle, all the way till you arrive at Kansas City, where you're gonna kind of dump your hand of cards and hopefully make a big sale and then kind of reset that journey. And that journey is gonna take place multiple times over the course of the game. So let's jump in and take a look at it and then I'll tell you what I think of it. Okay, so here's just about everything that you're going to get in the game. And as I said, you're gonna be moving your little cowboy meeple type of figure here and let's show them to you. You're gonna be moving this guy here through this trail and hitting different locations and uh, possibly taking actions on different locations and buying and selling cattle and so on. All the way, once you get up to here to Kansas City, well then you'll make kind of a final sale, a big sale, and then start to put some discs out and move your locomotive along this track here like that. Now each player is also going to have their own player board, and these are identical. And you can see a couple of things here. You've got three tracks for three different types of workers. You've got cowboys, kind of generic workers, and there's engineer types here. You'll be getting uh, workers and then placing them on here. This will kind of uh, help you to do things better on uh, the main board as well as possible trigger effects. And then you get points here for having uh, filled up these rows, kind of similar to Eclipse if you've played that. And then certain actions are going to allow you to uh, remove these discs off the game. I'll talk about that in a minute. But this is going to kind of enhance some of your generic actions here, as well as enhance, for example, the movement. So typically, and this is in a two-player game, you can move three spaces. If you remove that, you can uh, move four spaces and so on. Now, depending on the player count, you might put this little overlay here to change that up just a little bit. Uh, but this is kind of your generic board here. Now, everybody's gonna get a stack of identical uh, building tiles, which they can build out on the board. And you can see these have uh, a B and an A side like that. So the typical, you want to play everybody with the A side, and I would certainly recommend that. Those are just a little bit more straightforward. And there's enough going on in the game anyway, you don't really need to mess with the B side, uh, definitely for your first game. So you can be building these out. These are identical for every player. And then each player is going to get an identical sort of deck of these different cattle cards. So you've got Guernsey cows, Black Angus, Jersey cows, uh, Dutch belt, so on. So you're going to shuffle these up to start the game, and then you're going to draw four of these. And these are going to be cards that you can sort of spend or discard uh, throughout the course of your journey. And every turn you're going to move your guy and take an action and possibly spend more cards. Let's say I discarded these two evil Jersey cows. I'll explain why they're evil in a minute. And then at the end of your turn, you draw back up to four cards. Now there is a uh, spot over here where you can actually increase your hand limit to five and six cards. Uh, this you won't be able to do for a little while in the game, but that's also very useful to build these up. And as I said, you're trying to make it all the way to Kansas City and sell your hand of cards. Well, as I said, you start with a hand of four and you want to have all different colored cards. So let's say I arrived at Kansas City with this particular hand. So I've got two, four, six, seven dollars or seven bucks worth that I can uh, sell. Now if I had, let's say instead of this Black Angus, I had these two Jersey cows 
Then I'm not going to count any duplicates of the Jersey cows. So in this case, I've only got five dollars, two, four, five. Anything that you have a duplicate of, you throw out basically. You discard your whole hand no matter what, and then you draw back up to four. But when you get to Kansas City, you want to have a hand of different cards as well as higher value cards. You can get access to these purple fives and so on later. But we'll talk about that in a minute. But as you go through the board, you want to try to discard some of these sort of crappy cards out of your hand and then have a more diverse hand once you get to the end. So your turn is going to be very simple. So let's say with a red player here. And again, we have a movement of three. So we can hit three sort of pieces of cardboard. So if I went here, bam, that's one move. But I could go one, two, and skip all the way down to here. And then if there was more buildings in the way, then I could, you know, it will cost sort of more movement to move through. So if I had built like these two buildings here, I could go one, two, three, but I couldn't make it all the way to here because, you know, I've used up my movement. You can also land on these sort of little hazard spaces like this. And then anything you see with a hand on it, either a green hand or a black hand, is going to cost you a certain amount to move through. And you can even build buildings in the way of other players. And so if other players have to move through my building here, instead of paying the bank like they would if they landed on these different hazards or these Native American spaces, uh, then this, this money would be paid to me. And this is going to depend again on the player count. You can see this tells you the cost for green spaces and black spaces. It's going to cost two bucks in a two-player game. In a three-player game, the green is two and the black is one. So that's going to change up a little bit. Once you get to a spot though, you can do the actions depicted. So in this case, we could discard here the Guernsey cow, and it shows you kind of the color of the cow there. And so we could discard one of those, and we would get two bucks. And then we could hire a worker for zero dollars, and then hire another worker for an extra two dollars. So minus in this case is bad. So that's going to cost us two extra dollars. So the worker pool is up here, and I'll explain how this gets filled up as we go, but this also acts as a trigger uh, for the game. Now you can buy any workers up here for the cost depicted there. So these would each cost six, and then again, if we wanted to buy a second worker on that action, it would cost another two. So six plus eight, you could get 14 bucks and get the two workers here. Now it's worth noting that you cannot hire any workers from the spot where this marker is. As workers fill up, you're going to start filling these up left to right, and then I took one off of here, uh, but you can start to move this down, and as these fill up, then this is going to go all the way to the end, and once that triggers off, then that's the end of the game, and then there'll be some extra turns played after that. But you can see here, the cost of the workers uh, is going to sort of fluctuate throughout the round. Now, the next sort of generic action space is going to be this one. You can discard a green level two cow for two bucks, and then you can build one of your buildings. Now, you can see here, uh, this is going to indicate the number of uh, workers that you can use. So let's look at that. Let's say we hired uh, one of these kind of generic workers like that. So you can see we've each got a built-in one of each of the different types of workers, but let's say we had hired this guy in a previous turn, and that shows sort of the level of building that we can build. So now we could, if we wanted to, build this building so we can use two uh, workers, and then where some of these, maybe you need five workers and so on. Now these are going to show you the victory points you get to the end of the game. This is going to show you, you know, the cost for other players to move through there. This is going to show you the action. Uh, and then this action is only going to be available to you. If other players land on here, they can do one of their generic actions, which are all depicted on the side of the board, uh, but that's all that they can do. And so they don't want to do that. Uh, so you can build that out on the board. And again here, this is showing a cost of minus two sort of per uh, worker. So this is going to cost you two bucks per level of building to put it out. And you can put it anywhere out here on any of these open spaces. Now if we take a look here, 
you can see there's kind of an interesting juxtaposition of spaces. You might build stuff in the, in the way here early, so they have to go through that. You might try to build them down here. And if I put that building down here, then this sort of unlocks a special extra action uh, when I go here to take this action. So in this case, I could discard a Jersey cow, and then I could move my uh, certificate token, which I'll mention here in a minute, and I get an extra two bucks. But the reason these special spaces, more powerful spaces are here, is because they're gonna be behind these hazard areas. And so these are typically going to have many more sort of spaces that are gonna eat up a lot of your movement count. And all of these are gonna have different sort of hazards that you have to pay. Because remember, every time you go through these hands, you have gotta pay money to the bank. Um, so there are ways to actually clear these though, and maybe leave access to these spots as well. Uh, so but you'll see on the board here, there are some different uh, spots here. So if you go up through these hazards up here, so kind of through that canyon, uh, then you have these other cooler spots where you can build. So it's kind of a risk to build there. It's going to be possibly more expensive uh, for you to actually get to there and get to those cooler spots. Let's just take a look at the rest of these uh, generic spaces to give you a good idea what's going on here. This allows you again to move that certificate token down or in this case, you can actually draw a special objective card. Now, players will uh, shuffle up these four sort of basic special objectives, and then each player will get a random one. And then there'll be off to the side four of these uh, that you can choose from. And these are special bonuses that you can get uh, into your deck, actually. So these will start up face up, and you, go, you don't get a penalty if you don't complete this. For example, this one shows you have two of your buildings out, and then you have a hazard tile that you've actually removed from the board. So like I said, you can remove these and keep these. And this will give you four points, but also go possibly to completing some of your objectives. Now, as you get other of these objective cards, let's grab some examples here. Maybe these are ones that you selected during the game. You'll see there's a negative cost there next to the point. So when you select these, these go into your deck's discard pile uh, with all of your other cattle and things like that, so they get shuffled right in. Now they're kind of a dead card in your deck uh, as you have them, but then on your turn you can play them, put them face up, and then you've committed to doing them. So while they're in your deck, they're just kind of a wasted card. Once you play them though, you've committed to trying to do them and you will get negative points if you don't complete them. Uh, and these are different things like this. So these are stations. I'll explain what stations are in a minute. And these blue teepees here are uh, like trading with the Indians. When you trade with the Indians, you'll get a uh, one of these tokens here and so on. So there's different things. So this one, maybe you have two uh, level four cows and then a green TP and a station and so on like that. So these are the bonus cards that you could get here from this space. After you do either of those two actions, then you're going to move your locomotive for each of these engineers that you have on your player board. Now we'll explain these in more detail when we talk about scoring Kansas City, but you do it does behoove you to move these up. So let's say I had two of those engineers, I could go one, two, and you can see these sort of signpost types of things there uh, that count as spaces. And then you see these sort of red X's, you wanna kinda of get them through that. But one thing you can do is as you move through these, you can actually stop at these little station locations here, and then you can put out your disc. So you can put that out, there's a cost, and there's a victory points that'll be worth at the end of the game. So if I was yellow, I'll put a disc out. This is one of the ways that you get the discs off your board uh, to, again, unlock the different action spaces. You can see that there. Uh, but you also get this, and then you will be able to take here this token like that, and then it will give you a special ability. So I can remove a, a hazard from the board, 
and I can remove one of the teepees from the board. And then this at the end of the game, for every pair of objective cards, whether they're completed or not in this case, you get three points. So it's kind of an in-game bonus type of thing uh, there. So that's something you can do. It slows you down just slightly to do that. Uh, but the one thing you have to do when you take this is put one of your workers from your player board on that spot. So you've got to give up a worker to sort of act as a station manager uh, to do that. So that's very important as well. But there's more to moving the train, uh, but I'll, I'll leave that for a minute. Now here we can see this allows you to uh, remove one of these oops, TP markers there. Uh, and these again will possibly add to objectives and they're also going to clear off uh, the space down here. Uh, you know, so other players can move through there and so so on. Now when you do do that, you're going to get the amount of money that you do that. So it usually behooves you to take the highest one. So you take this one and give you four bucks, but maybe you really wanted a green one or something. And if there are, um, uh, there should be some here actually, but if there are none out here, then these spots here will you can take, but this is actually a trade not in your favor and you'll lose money. And the other thing you can do here is you can do a double generic action. So let's talk about your generic actions now. Now, anytime you land on somebody else's building or on one of the hazard spaces, you can take a generic action. So typically you could do take a money or draw a card and discard a card to kind of cycle uh, through your deck there. Get rid of those evil Jersey cows. Uh, but as you start to unlock actions, you can start to do more stuff. And then once you unlock the second row, you can, anywhere that it says you can do a double action, then you can do a double action. You can only do it on those spots. So here I can take two money or draw two cards and discard two cards. Uh, this one allows you to pay a buck, move your train actually backwards one space, and then move this certificate token down and I'll explain uh, what this is used for, but you've seen that a few times now. Uh, the other thing you can do here is you can pay a buck and move your train forward one space. Or you can back up your train one space, and then from your hand you can remove, usually, a Jersey cow from your hand. Because you have a bunch of these, and you don't want these. These are horrible. Some spaces on the board uh, allow you to interact with them and discard them and stuff, but whatever. You want to get those out of your hand. So those are kind of your generic actions that you can do there. The last generic space I want to look at, the others are sort of repeats of what we've seen, um, but this one you can discard a black cow there for two bucks and then you can go cattle buying. Now when you buy cattle, you're going to look at the number of cowboys that you have here. Now again, everybody starts with one and you're going to have this market which is randomly seated and depending on the number of players and you can go and buy the different levels of cows. So you've got a bunch of different level three types, you've got your level four brown cow and then your purple Texas longhorns. Now you can see the cost here. So you can see here for, if I have one cowboy, I'm counting the workers on my board, I can buy any of these threes for six bucks. If I have two cowboys, I can buy a three for three bucks. So it's much better, you get a little bit better of a deal with more cowboy workers. If I have three cowboys, I can get two threes for five bucks. Now one thing you can do, and it goes up here, so if you have two cowboys up here, you can get the level five here for 12 bucks and so on. Now one thing you can do is if you have a cowboy, you can sort of use one of those cowboys and that will allow you to draw two more cards and add them to the market. So let's say I had three cowboys, I sort of quote unquote spend one, I add these out to the board here, and then now I've got two more left over, so maybe I go ahead and buy uh, these two threes because I really wanted red or something like that. So. That's what happens when you go and deal with the cattle market. Now, once you move up from here to, or wherever to now, once you move up from somewhere on the board to Kansas City, you're going to trigger kind of a five-step thing. What you're going to do is actually put 
out these different tokens. You can see these all have different backs with one and then two and so on. Uh, and then you're gonna choose one of them and you're gonna do something with it. So the, you, maybe we put the blue TP out here uh, onto the board. And then the next time we'll go here and we're gonna put maybe the new cowboy worker uh, out onto the board. So we're gonna scroll down here a little bit. Again, I took one of these off. There's one. <laughs> so you're gonna put it in the next available spot. So the first thing we're gonna do is move that down and then we're gonna put that there. Now we've unlocked this row. That row is available for purchase. And then the next worker that comes out here is gonna be placed here, but these won't be available until that shoves it down. Uh, the other thing to note here is as we move these down, you're going to replenish that cattle market. So as cattle gets bought up, it's gonna be uh, less and less to choose from. Once this moves down, you're gonna replenish uh, to a certain number based on the player count and so on. So as that moves down again, as I said, that's going to trigger the end of the game. So we'll move along to the next one. We'll put this worker out maybe. And then we're going to go up here and we're going to sell our hand like we said. So let's just grab some random cards here just to show you another example. And let's say I had this was my hand of four cards. This is not a bad hand, but this extra brown's not going to do us any good, right? So we only have three, six, ten bucks we're going to sell that for. And we're going to sell that. But you can spend your certificates. So if you remember over here, during the course of your trails, you might have bumped this up. Now you don't have to spend these, but you can, or you could maybe just spend one of them. But adding these, let's say I spent all two of them to that $10 I, I spent, that would be kind of a $12 sale. So that would kind of beef up your sale. And so you're gonna get money uh, when you do that. And you can see that's here, this is a spot that indicates your sale. And then when you go to the next space here, this all happens in one turn, just so we're clear. You go one, two, three, four, five, all in your turn. You're going to then put out a disc up here into one of these different towns. Now, based on the level and sort of the value of your sale, remember we had a 12. So we're good in Topeka, that's a one. Wichita's a four, Colorado Springs is six, eight. Albuquerque's 10, 12. We could put a disc out all the way up to El Paso. However, we were red. So that's going to cost us more. So let's say our train was here and we really wanted to put one out in El Paso. That's going to cost us an one, two, three, four bucks based on each of these different sort of red crossings there. That's okay because we just got paid 12. So we could immediately spend four of that and then put out one of our discs out here into El Paso. Now you'll notice here some of these spaces are white and some of these spaces are kind of like a checkered checkered black. And you also notice down here, these station spaces are also white. And then as you move down the board here, some of these have that kind of checkered uh, look there. Now on your player board, you've got white spaces, which we've uncovered here. Then you have these black ones here. So these are a little bit harder. You've got to make a better sale to get access to these cooler spaces that increase your movement or increase your hand size or allow you eventually down here to this last one to have a higher level of uh, certificate value. So you take uh, one of these tokens, let's just take this one, and you'll put it out here, again in this particular example up here at El Paso. Now, you're going to unlock these different bonuses. So we can see here, El Paso is next to Albuquerque. If I have a disc in both of these spots, I'm gonna get six points. Whereas if I have a disc up here, because I have a disc in both these spots, I'll get eight. Now, multiple players can put discs out in the same spot. You can only ever have one disc in a spot, except for San Francisco. And if we look over here, you can see you get nine points for each disc in there. So you need to have a sale of 18, but it's possible to get multiple of those during the game. So each of this does, does this will be nine. Uh, there's no more cities after that. You can see the stations keep going. You can keep your track going all the way down here. Uh, the other spot you can do multiple in is, sorry for the zooming, is Kansas City. Now, if you put a disc here, 
You're actually going to lose six points at the end of the game, but it's going to give you six dollars. So it might be worth it to go there to get a little bit of money because money can be tight at the beginning of the game. And then also being on both sides of Topeka and Wichita won't necessarily be a good thing. Now you get uh, minus three points, but you do get to draw a uh, bonus card, so that might be worth it as well. So that's kind of how how these trains work. So you kind of want to move the trains up to get early access to these stations. Uh, but again, you also want to not have to pay as much when you start to put your discs out uh, in the cities like that. Pretty much the game, you move your guy, you take the action of the space or maybe do a generic action. Um, you kind of discard and trade and sell cattle as you move along, build your buildings, and then go up here and hopefully have, by the time you work through all this stuff, a really good hand that you can sell and kind of you know make a delivery to these different cities. Now the game comes with a score pad, and you can see there's a bunch of stuff that you score uh, at the end of the game. So there's a few different things. Uh, some of these cattle that you buy, well, all the cattle that you buy actually have points on them. Uh, the buildings that you put out here will have a certain number of points. I didn't say that you could actually upgrade a building. So if I build this one, I need one worker, but to upgrade this, I would just need two because you need the difference in workers. So I would take this off the board, and then now I've up, kind of upgraded that to more points and probably a cooler special ability. Uh, you get points for all the stations and cities and things that you put discs out into. Again, you collect points for removing hazards. You get points for completing bonuses or you lose points for not completing bonuses that you played out. You do get an opportunity at the end of the game for any that are in your deck to play them out if you wish. You know, maybe you're holding on to it, waiting to be able to complete it, like you needed that second blue teepee or something. You get kind of a last minute uh, uh, ability to, to play it. And also, I should say when you play it, you get a cool ability too. So like this one will allow me to draw and then discard three cards or get two bucks. I forgot to mention that. Uh, you get, the, again, the bonus points here for these station objectives that you might have collected. Uh, the player that triggered the end of the game, since they don't get an extra turn, then they get this marker here for two points. And there's also some points for unlocking certain spaces or building workers on your player board that you'll add as well. And I think that's it. So that is uh, Great Western Trail. And I think this is my Essen game of the year. Uh, I've mentioned some other games as potentials for game of the year as the years gone by, uh, but this is certainly right now uh, the top game that I've played that, of this Essen crop. Uh, why? So uh, it works very thematically. Uh, you have this kind of cattle that you're trying to rustle and herd to this trail, and you're kind of making deals as you go. You're trying to sort of like plot out your own kind of sort of company and special buildings that you're going to make use of, uh, you know, through the course of the trail. So the next time on the trip, you're going to have access to cooler special abilities. And all that kind of wraps around this deck building aspect where you kind of, you know, selling cards, dumping cards. Oh, I've got two black cards. I can move this spot. I can dump this, get some money, buy another cattle that's going to go in my discard pile. And then at the end of every turn, you're going to draw back up to four or five or six cards and you know trying to siphle, siphon through your deck and, and kind of build that perfect hand if you can by the time you get to Kansas City and then make your big sell and that's where a lot of your points are going to come from is selling off to those uh, extra cities and trying to get into San Francisco and you know maybe complete some objective cards that kind of go along with all of that and you're also like you know clearing hazards you're making sort of trades with the Native Americans and you're getting bonus points possibly for that and I like how the whole sort of uh, visual and sort of physical shaping of the board is in the trails. So you have hazards that'll come in the way. So that'll block off this cool building with this cool action space with the extra bonuses that you built. So you wanna, uh, you know, if you wanna put hazards in that person's way or, you know, take them away uh, if, if they're in your way and stuff. So you might have a little bit of, uh, you know, hey, we both are working on this trail. So we'll both try to pull stuff off. Uh, and then you'll put sort of 
spaces that block in a way other players. So again, remember if they have this little hand on there, you're going to charge them like a toll for going through there. So that's an interesting uh, aspect of the game. So you can put all those right at the beginning or right, you know, before or after these really cool spots that players are going to have to go to a lot or they're going to want to go to. So the way that all kind of shapes out on the board is really interesting. But then you have this deck building mechanic, which is really interesting. And then you have this player board where you're pulling off discs and sort of unlocking uh, special powers. So you might try to unlock the abilities that move your train a bunch or the one that lets you trash your cards, which you should always do because you really want to trash those jersey cards because they're going to draw up four jersey cards sometimes and you're like i have four ones this is horrible i don't want to do this close to kansas city or else how am i going to get rid of these cards so you have to really work around all that mitigation of that that luck of the deck draw um so it just works really well and it's just really well put together nicely kind of graphically designed and illustrated uh, all that kind of stuff uh, so i highly uh, recommend this game Highly. <laughs> it's fantastic. If you like a good crunchy Euro, uh, with, this is very, very different. This is not like any game that I've played before because it's got the deck building and the worker movement slash placement stuff in there. And it works really well with the theme, like I said. So this is a giant breath of, breath of fresh air in terms of you know the essence style of game. Uh, highly recommend this. It works good at... at well, Yep, I've only played it two and four. I played it four player twice and two player once. I haven't played it three player, but it worked really well with two and it worked awesome with four. Uh, it, it does scale some different things, so you won't have like as much blocking with the, uh, uh, the you know the buildings, but the cost goes up, so it's kind of a six one half dozen the other uh, or the other, uh, and the cost goes down with four players, but you're gonna have more buildings in the way, um, so. It works out. It works great with a two or four player game. I'm sure it works just as fine with three. Um, so I definitely recommend the game. It's a little bit to chew on at first, but once you get in, it's very easy. You move your guy, do the thing. Okay, get rid of this card. I've got two of these. Let's go. And then you keep going. You start to build out these cool special buildings of your own and all that kind of stuff. And uh, there's interesting kind of combos that you can do. You can like go to a spot and it'll move you to another building, which will move you to another building. And you kind of try to set up little cool like uh, combos like along the trail, which is really cool too. All right, so definitely highly recommend this game. Definitely one of the top games of the year for sure. Thanks.